Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Meir Turin. Mesechas Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. The daf we'll be talking about today is Mesechas Yevamis on daf Kuf Beis, but since we didn't have time in the previous shear, and Hayais, it's a very Yisaitistic Shas Inyan, the very end of the Sugi on Kuf Aleph on Beis, I'd like to talk a few minutes on that Inyan, and then we'll go weiter to the Sugi on Daf Kuf Beis. The Gemara previously had taught us, Amr of Yehuda, Kagain Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, who was a Ger, so even though he's not kosher to be a Dayan, however, may I trust him to such a degree that I'll be mighty Mamin based on what he says. On this, the Gemara asks, Mafiknus Alkadaitach, is there a Havamina you can be mighty Mamin based on the testimony of just this one witness? While Pishnaim Eidamamarachmana. We know the Torah teaches us that Edis must be Aide to Edim. Elamarana Shtara Pume, the Gemara says, of course, it does not mean actually to be mighty Mammon based on Rav Shmuel by Yehuda, but rather it means just to be Mara the Shtar. Pshatim Marina Lashtara Pume is a Machaikis Rishainim between Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam and the Rach brought down in Taisvis. According to Rashi, the Kavana Marina Lishtar Apume just means to say that if Rishmul Bar Yehuda would say it's Parua, the Shtar is paid up, we would not allow the Malva to go ahead and collect with the Shtar. Rashi in Ksubis and Afpeheim and Aleph explains the drop more of the Sugya, which is the same type of Inyan of Kimle Begave. If someone who I know and I trust tells me the Shtar is no good, so the din is, The din is, we do not rip up the shtar, but at the same time, we do not allow the malva to collect the loan with the shtar. Taisus asks on Rashi that, He does not feel that's accurate shot over here in our sugya, because if that was the case, the Gemara over here should use the exact same terminology that we use in Ksuvis. And therefore, Rabbi Natam and the Rach learned a different shot in our sugya, that Marina Lashtar Apume means to say that though the Malva could be Gaiva, the Chayv, with the Shtar, however, he has to make a Shvua first. And the Chiddush over here is, even though we know the Din is that any Eid Achad, whenever he says a Shtar is paid up, the Din is, the Malva must now collect only with his Shvua. The Chiddush over here is, though Rashum by Yehuda was related either to the Leiva or to the Malva, which normally Eirechot is not Nehman Chai Gavna over here, since he trusted Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda as being a trustworthy person, the male of the din is that the Malva could only collect with a Shua. Now the Rambam in Perikhof Dalal Mehilka Sanhedj and Allah Aleph goes with the Mahalach of Rabbeinu Hananel and Rabbeinu Tam. Now Marina Lishtar Apume only helps as far as the person making a Shua now. However, the Ravid learns like Rashi's Pshat, the Marina Lishtar Apume keeps the Shtar in check. The Shtar is not ripped up, but the Shtar cannot be used to be Gaiva either. However, the Ram over there is Maisif, another Halacha. The Ramam writes, If someone comes along and says that he has a Chayfetz by a certain person who died and the person did not leave any Tzava, the Nasan Simonim Uvakin, and he gave clear Simonim, the Loihayazatayin Ragali Kanazlobayazeshemes. This person who's claiming this was not accustomed to go into this person's house, so there's no reason why he should know the Simonim and this fellow's object. Zakhtar Rambam and Yodaha Dayan Shazayamis Ainai Amud Liyas Lechefetzeh. If the Dayan knows that this dead man is not wealthy enough, doesn't make sense that he owns such an object. And he relies upon the fact that this is not the chafetz of the dead man. The Ram says we are mighty, the object from the Yarshan. You give it to this wealthy man who gave the Simonim. The Ram writes, and so is anything similar to this. Ram writes, the reason is. The thing is given over to the heart of the Dayan, Shayadim Kafima Shiyirulai Shudin Emes, he should pass him based on what he seems to him is the truthful judgment. The Ramam ends off in Kain Lamitsha Tayrishna Aidim. If so, why did the Tayra say there's a din of Shnaim Aidim? 
Shevizman Shiavail Fne Adayan Shne Aidan. The reason is that when two Aidam come in front of Adayan, Yodin al Pia Dusan, we paskin based on their testimony, Afabi Shaini Aidea, M MSM Shakir. Even though the Dayan doesn't know whether it's true what they said or not. Pashtas, the Ramam is Mashma, that he holds this Khidish din, that something that the Dayan knows to be true is Nayib by Dini Mamanis works ad kidei kach, that he was bothered that if so, why do we need Aidim? And he's Mechadish and Echanami, the Chiddush is, that in a case where the Dole, the Dayan does not know if the Edom are saying the truth or not, Afilu HaChid is Gzeris HaKasav to be Mechabal them. Which would be Masha from the Rambam, that the Rambam holds Ad Kedei Kach, this Svar works even Lahaiti Mamet. And so brings the Kaivet Shi'urim, and Chelek Bey, Simen Laman Ches, Rabbi Chanan brings down Meshem the Tumim, Bezel L'Shaynai, Bedinei Mamanis, Dele Ivri Sahad, the El L'Shakri, when it comes to the Nehemiah, where the whole purpose of witnesses, anyways, is just to establish the truth, in this spiral of Bezin show Ms. Afilum Efa Pireach Meitzian Mamin. If Bezin knows the thing to be true, even if they heard it from a flying bird, the din is that you're a Meitzian Mamin. However, this is a Dover Pella Admaai. This is Tamua Biyaser. If so, how do we understand the question of the Gemara in our Sugya when the Gemara originally thought? That what we meant to say is that Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda would be believed to be mighty mamin. On that the Gemara asked, Maitzian mamin salte daitoch apishnaim edem amarachmana. How could he be mighty mamin? You know, is it din apishnaim edem? Luchayr, this seems to fly in the face of the Tumim and the Rambam. Where the Rambam has a question, what do I need edem for? Luchayr, it goes kafi re'ais hadayan. And how will the Tumim as well resolve this Gemara? According to the tomb, he says, by Mammon, where it's like every Saudi al Shakri, as long as Bezin knows it's true, that's good enough to be mighty Mammon. If so, what was the Gemara's question of Alpi Shnaim Edim Amarachmana? Perhaps you can answer the Shitas Hatumim and the Rambam based on the side of the Chinuch in Mitzvah Tafkuf Chafkimu. The Chinuch writes that there's a Mitzvah, Shalelachtech Dain Alpi Eidachad, not to Paskin based on the testimony of one aid. The Zelashainai, the Chinach writes, Misharshia Mitzvah, Lemishayetze Leva Adam Ra, Lupaamim Yalad, Belibay Tina Chaveray. The Sharish of the Mitzvah is because a person has a bad in his heart, and sometimes a person will have something against his friend. Adam, Even if someone is a tremendous tzaddik, but Loi Natsal Michait Lupaamim. Vavki Yamid Adam Yamim Rabin, Bidaki Ayyashar. Even if someone for many years of his life, stood in the right path. It's not that it will change around one day and begin to do things that are bad. Al-Kain therefore writes the Chinuch Uroi V'Kashra Adavar Shleilismach Alev Adam Lanush Chaveir Al-Piv It's not like V'Kashra Adavar not to be saimach on the testimony of a person to go ahead and be anish based on his mouth. From the Chinuch we see a Yisait. The Chinuch who was one of the Rishonim, the Ra'ah the Yisoyi why we're not mekabel edus from eidachad is gzeres hakasov because uva he's meshaker, and this is gzeres hakasov the chinuch writes no matter who the person is. Therefore, we can say the Rambam and the Tumim, their whole chiddush din was only where the dying is being mighty mamen mikayach his own yedia, or marshal where the person came in and gave simanim on this object, and the mace is someone who definitely cannot afford such a thing. And therefore it's Nachshav Ki'il the Dain has his own idea that this thing is true. Mashengin Kolzman, that we use the parsha of Eidos. Kolzman Eidachah comes in and we're doing it based on his testimony. That goof is the Xayr that even though a person is trustworthy, the din is not to be mighty mamen and do ancient based on the testimony of Eidachad. And therefore, even like the Ramam and the Tumim, that's the Pirchas HaGemara. It's which doesn't, does not make any difference whether the person is Ish Neman or not. And even the Tumim is Meduyik. The Tumim says that if Bezin hears from Aifa Pereach, and they know that it's true, we can be mighty Mammon based on that. It's Bedavka, he took a case of Aifa Pereach, where it's a bird just flying in the sky, and somehow Bezin knows that it's for sure true. However, Kol's man, it's a person coming in who's saying a Eidos. So then there's Xer Sakasav, Layakam Eidachad Ish. That Alzagufa, the Torah said Xer Sakasav, Natim Akabal, a Eidos that is Tuzai for Einish based on Eidachad. 
And according to this, the question of the Rambam, when the Rambam asks a question, so what do we need Shnei Edom for? Well, the Rambam should have just answered, well, we need to aid them in cases where you're coming to be mighty mammon. The answer is that the Rambam was never bothered when it Negea to have to aid them. Because if that was the case, the Rambam should have gave a simple answer. You need it to be mighty mammon. You need it where the Bezdin does not know what went on over here. The answer is the Rambam was just bothered more of a Lundisha question. The Rambam was bothered if I'm telling you the Dini Mammonis is decided based on the idea of the Dayan. So if so, how come the Torah makes a whole thing about Eidos? As if Edom are the ones who are Kevea when it comes to Dini Mammonis as well. On that the Rambam answers true. There is something special about Edom, about testimony. And when it comes to Edos, it's not dependent upon whether the Dayan knows it to be true or not. Even though the Ram writes, He has no clue that these Edom are telling the truth or not. Even by Dine Mominus. Masha'en Kain calls man the Dayan, has his own Yediyah. He knows for sure this thing is true. So then there's halacha that the Dayan is allowed to be paskin based on his Yediyah. The Rambam in Hukhaz Yisaydi Atayra, we see this is how he understands the concept of Edus as well. The Rambam says that didn't we listen to a Navi, when a Navi gives a sign, the Torah says to listen to him. Dr. Rambam, even though it's very possible that the sign was Kishav, it was made up, the Rambam says it makes no difference. The Torah tells us, listen to a Navi who produces a sign. The same way the Torah tells us, listen to Edim, though you don't know whether they said Emes or Sheker. So you see the Ram's understanding of Edus is Xerus HaKasav. I'll be Shnaim Edim Yakum Dava. We'll just end off with this. Rabbi Khanan in Kaivit Shiurim and Chelek Aleph, Amasechus Baba Kama, Ais Mem Hei, brings then a Chakira. There's a Shaila in Taisvis when I have two witnesses going up against two other witnesses, and one group of witnesses has a Migu, are they more believed than the second cop? Taisvis has two opinions, Machaikas, whether they have more Kayach. Over the other. Rabbi Hanan says it's Tali in the Yisaitistic Shiloh, we know Trekameya, which means to say, once I have two witnesses going up against two other witnesses, even if I add to one of the sides another hundred witnesses, it makes no difference. Trekameya. So, after Rabbi Hanan, we could clarify Shiloh, what is the understanding? Why is it that way? Why is two like a hundred? Rabbi Hanan says we can understand it in one of two ways. Either because Adus itself, creates the greatest beer possible. It creates the greatest raya that there is in the world. And therefore, adding more Adam is not going to add any, anything more to the cup of water. The cup of water is already full. Or perhaps, Dr. Rabbi Khanan, the gather of Trey Kamea is, the reason why two witnesses against a hundred witnesses is the same thing, is not because Adus is the greatest beer in the world. But rather, Adam just gives you a kayach of Adus. So you can add another hundred witnesses. It's not giving you more. It's still the same kayach of Edus. Rabbi Hanan says that's the nafkamin in the two terutsim of Taisvis. If I say that Edus gives you the greatest kayach habir in the world, so if I add a migu to one side, it's not going to tip the scales because we already have a hundred percent on either side. Mashenke and the other tarets that Taisvis holds, Trekamea, is not because I have the greatest beer in the world. Just the pshat is, I already have a kayach of Edus. So adding more Edom doesn't give you more of a kayach of Edus. You already have kayach of Edus. Mashenkin, if I add Amigo, which is a different angle, a different type of beer, so over there Amigo could help one cat override the other cat. This is Tali in the Ramah that we just spoke out. The Ramah understands that Zegzeir Sakasuf. We listen to Edom, even though we have no clue whether they said Emes or Sheker, will be mashmalik to Tzadar Rabbachanan, that the Kayach Edos is a Xeris HaKasav, the Torah says we listen to Edom, but not because it produces the greatest beer in the world. Let's move now to the Sugya on Daf Kuf Beis Amid Aleph. The Gemara tells us, Va'amar Rava, Ger Donis Chaveri Minatayra, a Ger is allowed to judge a fellow Ger Minatayra, because the miyat asayim tasim alacha melech mikarev achacha. Only upon you is there this t'nai that it has to be mikarev achacha. But a ger could judge his fellow ger. According to Rashi, the entire sugya is dealing with dinei nefashis. That a ger is able to judge his fellow ger friend. Even when it comes to a question of life and death. However, Rashi says when it comes to dinei mominis. 
a ger is even able to judge a Yisrael. The Gemara continues according to Rashi and it says, However, if a ger's mother is from Klal Yisrael, if he was born from a regular Jewish mother, the din is, even if his father is a ger, but if his mother is a regular Yisraelis, so then he's even able to judge another Jew, Dina Nefashis. However, as far as Chalitza is concerned, the Gemara ends off, on that, there's a third level, that the din is, both this person's father and mother have to be a Yisrael to begin with, the din is, that it needs to be, a Yisrael. Both his father and mother have to be a Yisrael, in order to be a Dayan, when it comes to Chalitza. That is a tzuras hasigya, according to Rashi. However, Taisus and the Taisa Rash are chelik and Rashi, Tais Yishanim as well, earlier on, on Memhei on the Beis, they hold that our entire sigya is talking about Dine Mamanis. And only by Dine Mamanis do we say that a ger is allowed to judge his fellow ger. However, by Dine Nefashis, even a ger to judge his fellow ger is possible when it comes to Dine Nefashis. The Rosh over here in Simon Beis also learns like Taisvis that the soul of a ger is even when it comes to Dine Mamanis. However, the Rush asks on his shita, if the pshat is that a ger is pasal, even as far as Dine Mamanis is concerned, so why did the Gemara previously need a special limo to tell me that a ger is pasal to be a dime when it comes to chalitza? Pshita. Obviously, a ger is pasal even for Dine Mamanis. Why should chalitza be any better? The Rush gives a few terutsim. Number one, he says, I could have said that as far as the pash, the psal, However, if the Bali Dvarim agree upon themselves, they're willing to have this ger as a Dayan. So the din is that when they're makabal upon themselves the Dayan, they're allowed to have someone who generally is Patsal as a Dayan. And therefore, the Xer by Chalitza is that even Chai Gavna, a ger is still Patsal. Or the Rush says the Chiddush is that even a ger judging a fellow ger is not allowed to be a Dayan when it comes to Chalitza. When it comes to Dine Mamanis, a ger could judge a fellow ger. Or the Rush gives a third Teretz, that the Emes is that a Ger, there's no problem per se with him judging a Yisrael. The only issue is that he does not have the Kayach Kefiyah. This Tanai of Saim Tasim Alecha Melech, Mikara which is applicable to a Dayan as well. Rashi says because a Dayan is similar to a Melech. Or Rashi says because it says Saim Tasim, which is Marva, many Simais, many positions of power. However, this Tanai is only when the Dayan is in a position of power. However, if he's not enforcing anything, it's just a question to make a judgment. So over there, a Ger Ba'atzim would be Kasher as well as a Dayan. And therefore, we need a special Xer by Chalitza, that when it comes to Chalitza, however, a Ger cannot be a Dayan. Now, the Rajba writes that according to Rashi, it comes out from our Sugya, once it's Imay Me Yisrael, it's already considered Mikar Vachacha, and therefore he's even able to judge Dina Nefashis. Huat in the Rajvi says it should come out according to Shitas Rashi, that when Menegea other Sraris as well, Menegea other positions of power, Kozman, his mother is Me Yisrael, even if his father is a Ger, it's called Mikar Vachacha. Ask the Rajba, but we have a Sugim and Sechta Saita. On the Achmem Aleph on the base, but the Gemara teaches us that at one point, Nishaibus and Em Shal Yisrael Kalaya, Kalal Yisrael became a Chli of Misa because Agrifas had taken over the position of king, and Amulel Agrifas, Agrifas had reached the Pasuk that Leisakim Alech Ishnachri, one cannot put upon himself, one Kalal Yisrael cannot accept a king who is an Ishnachri, and Agrifas began to cry. They told Akrifus, don't cry, Achinu Atta, you are our brother, and you could be king. The Rajma says, Lukhara, according to Rashi, that once it's Imay Me Yisrael, so indeed it's called Mikar Vachacha. So how come the Gemara says that they were Nishayev Kloya, that they were Machnafim? They flattered him, even though it wasn't true, the Lachu was that he was not allowed to be king. According to Rashi's Mahalach, once it's Imay Me Yisrael, it's called Mikar Vachacha. And Akrifus indeed was Imay Me Yisrael. And this the Rajiv explains a Yisait Gadol, that a Melech is different than Dine Nefashis and other positions of power. By a Melech, the Din is, they needs to be Meyuchas Ligamri, that both his father and mother are Me Yisrael. The Rajiv says, where do we know this? Because Be'emes in the Pasuk, it says two times Achecha. 
It says in the beginning, Mikarav Achacha Tasim Alecha Melech. Mikarav Achacha, says, is a language, a terminology which is used, Dalka, from someone who's on the Yuchis, which means to say that in order to be a king, Tasim Alecha Melech, there's a Tnai, that you need Mikarav Achacha, that he should be, that he's Shrol from his father and he's Shrol being his mother as well. However, there's a second passage of the Rajba. It doesn't say mikarvachacha. It says, but you cannot put on a stranger who is not achicha. That only means to say someone who is not considered achicha bechlal. Menikei other sraras, there is not such a strict halacha that it has to be mikarvachacha that both the father and mother are Yisrael. But akapanim, even as far as other sraras are concerned, there is a dinner that akapanim has to be achicha. And this that our Sige brings down, that by Imam Yisrael, it is a kiyum of mikarav achacha. according to this explanation, we're saying that in order to satisfy mikarav achacha, you need both father and mother. The Rajma says, Enechanami, it's really love, Dafka over here. Over here we're not talking about a king, but we're, other, we're talking about other positions of power. And over there, all you really need is that it should be called achacha. And therefore, Imam Yisrael is good enough. He says, the Gemara is really being simach on that. The Gemara is just Labdafka, we just brought down the beginning part of the Pasuk. But the Kavan of the Gemara is that as long as it's Imam Me Yisrael, so then he's kasher even to judge Din and Afashis, because it's not considered Ishnachri. It comes out at the Rajbah that by Din and Afashis, it needs to be a little bit similar to a Melech, that al you need Imam Me Yisrael. But a Melech needs from Shnei Stadim. However, the Rajbah is bothered by this. He says it comes out, and when it comes to Chalitza, you need to be both father and mother may Yisrael. And when it comes to Dinah Nefashis, it suffices just if his mother's may Yisrael. Comes out Chalitza is more Chamer even than Dinah Nefashis. He says that can't be. And therefore the Rajbalufia MS learns by Imai may Yisrael is only enough for Dinah Mamanis. However, Dinah Nefashis as well has a Din like Chalitza that you need both may Yisrael, both Aviv and Imai. Now the Gemara had taught us that as far as Chalitza is concerned, one needs other the Imai me Yisrael. Rashi learns Kipshutai that Benegea Chalitza is a din for the dying to be kosher. Both his father and mother must be Yisrael, because be Yisrael of the Pasuk is mashma shehe Yisrael mikol tzadin. However, Taisus learns the Kavanah Sagamar is that Imai me Yisrael does not suffice, but rather the Iker is tali only in the father being me Yisrael. And even if the mother is a Giyaris, that's not a problem. As long as his other may Yisrael, that's good enough. And he says, I'll prove this. Because even in a Yichus, when it comes to Kahuna, as long as the person's father is may Yisrael, the din is that that daughter is kosher to marry a Kayin. Like the Gemara says in Asar Yuchsin and Kedushin and Dafayin Zayin and Aleph. The male is din. It only makes sense to say that as far as being kasher as a dain as well, it's enough just to have aviv meisrael. Now the Shara Melech in Perik Aleph Alach Adal and Mehilchus Melachim is matmiya on the words of Taisvis. He says from Taisvis's mashma that he's saying that the kaveya to decide whether a dain is kasher lechalitza is dependent upon whatever is kasher as far as yichus as far as kahuna is concerned. Zakti Shara Melech. So then it should come out. And even if the father's a ger and the mother's a Yisraelis, the son should be able to be kasher as a dayan. Because the din is, as far as kasher's lekahuna is concerned, a girl who comes from a father who's a ger and the mother's a Yisraelis, the din is that the daughter is kasher lekahuna. Al-Karchach, since the halacha is that when it comes to being a dayan, that is not true. If the father's a ger, even Taisa agrees the son is not kasher to be a dayan. Al-Karchav b'negei chalitza, there's a special zeir sakasav of B'Yisrael. And if so, what is Taisus far to say that it's good enough just to have Avam Yisrael, the same way we find by Kahuna. The Sharmelch explains that Taisus just means to say that I could have thought that the way we decide about the status of a child has to do with the father and the mother. On that, Taisus says that the same way we see when it comes to yichus of kahuna, provided that the father has a certain yichus, automatically that makes the child kashal kahuna, as long as there is no avera involved in the marriage. So, Mela Zak Taisus, who didn't make sense to say that the kvius of what the shame of the vlad is, what the status of the child is, 
is merely dependent upon the yichus of the father. And therefore, Taisa says, provided that the fathers may Yisrael, that should be enough to give the child a shame Yisrael as far as being a Dayan L'Chalitza. But of course, in a Chanami, Kahuna has different halachas than Chalitza. Kahuna, even if the fathers are Ger, the din is the child is Kashul Kahuna. However, Taisa just means to bring out the point that in Yichas, we don't look at the mother. The Shamel says that this concept that's coming out from Taisviz, that Taisviz is willing to establish the status of the Vlad based on the father, and if the father is a Ger, the child will have a shame Ger, as far as being Apostle Adayan for Chalitza, he says this concept we already see in the words of the Ran, in Mesechtis Kedushin, on Daf Lamed Amabez B'dafi Harif, where the Ran writes, the is that a Ger that marries a Yisraelis, the child has a shame ger, and he's mutter b'mamzeris, he's mutter to marry a mamzeris. So we see this idea that the shame yichus of gerus, if the father's a ger, it gives the child a shame ger as well. What comes out from our suya is we have a very fundamental machlekes between Rashi and Taisus when it comes to chalitza. According to Rashi, the Dayan must have both father and mother may Yisrael. And according to Taisus, provided that the father's may Yisrael, that's enough. Because the Shem Yichus is totally in the Av. Well, the beer of the Machlaikis over here between Rashi and Taisvis is on a fundamental Machlaikis how to understand how exactly to learn the Psul of Yisrael. According to Rashi, there's a new Gzeris that someone must have both parents to be Yisraelim in order to be kosher, to be a Dayan by Chalitza. According to Taisvis, Taisvis does not understand it that way. Taisus understands the reason why there be a psal that it lacks in Yisrael is only if it carries over to the child somehow. The Hainu, there's no stam gzeris akasiv according to Taisus that both parents have to be me Yisrael. The only reason why there be a problem is because since the father is not me Yisrael, therefore the child who wants to be the Dayan will lack in the shame Yisrael. And therefore Taisus says, provided that I see from the Sugyan Kedushin, that as far as Yichus is concerned, the father alone suffices. So therefore, I don't care about the status of the mother, even if the mother is a Giyiris, provided the father is a Yisrael, the child now has a full Shem Yisrael, and therefore he's able to be a Dayan as far as Chalitza is concerned. And this is the way the Berchus Avram as well understands the side of the Machaikas here between Rashi and Taisvis. Is it the Pshat, there's a new soul called the Yisrael, that that both parents have to be Mishral, or is the gather of the Psul Bishral to say that the shame of the Vlad has to be a shame Yisrael and not a shame Ger. The Gemara brings down a machlekes between Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef what Rav Kahana Marav had said. Rabbah says that Rav Kahana said with shame Rav, if Eliyoh Navi will come and say to do Chalitza with a minol, which is a shoe made out of soft leather, we will listen to Eliyahu. However, Rabbi Yosef says, If he'll come and say, Do not do chalitza with a minnow, we will listen to him. So the Gemara explains their machlekes is whether we do chalitza with a minnow, this shoe that's made out of soft leather. Rabbi had held, we do not do chalitza with a minnow. And therefore he says, if Eliyahu will come tell us not this way, that we should do chalitza with the minnow, we will listen. And Rabbi Yosef had held, one could do chalitza with the minnow. And therefore he said, if Eliyahu will come and say not to do chalitza with the minnow, Shaiman Lay will listen to him. However, both of them agree that if Eliyahu will come and say, Ein chaltzin besandol, one cannot do chalitza with the shoe that is made out of the hard leather, Ein Shaiman Lay, everyone agrees, we will not listen even to Eliyahu, because the minog of everybody already is to use the sandal made out of hard leather. Now, Ramosha finds that Salon Igris Maisha, Chil Gimbal Yeridea, Simon Kufnun Hay, based on this Gemara, talks about a very interesting Shaila. It's a Shuva written to Rav Shimon Shwazatzal, and over there it sounds like the story was that there were Kehanim that were going to medical school, and even though in medical school they had to be busy, as far as learning the Chachmas HaRafua, that they were busy using dead bodies. However, they saw in a certain country that he gave a heter to it, Alt Pikuach Nefesh, because it's an Indian of Pikuach Nefesh. Ramayisha says, number one, it's a double Pashat, that it's Asafra Kain to go ahead with Metame Lemais, 
And since this is something which is meforced in Bechala Eilam, everyone agrees to this and everyone knows about it. So he says, therefore, it's a davar pashid ubar that even if Gedailer Eilam would come and tell us to be Mekel, the din is we would not listen to them. He says, we find this concept in our Sugya, in the Gemara in Yabamis, on the Afkuf Beis, on the Beis, where the Gemara says, that if Eliyahu would come and say, Ein Chaltzim Bissandal, one cannot do Chalitza with the shoe of hard leather. Ain Shaimunlay, we don't listen to Shekvarnagu on the sandal because the minig already is to use a sandal. Ramesha says, as the Dabra Pashid, the Gemara does not mean that Elio is coming with his ability of Nevuah, his Kayacha Nevuah, and through Nevuah he's telling us Ahlacha. Because that we know, of course, we don't listen because Leiba Shamayim, he, another, is not able to teach us Ahlacha based on Nevuah. And like we find in the Gemara earlier on in Yavamas and Afyadalid, where the Gemara tells us that even though a baskel went out, it didn't change any, any difference as far as the Lacha is concerned. And therefore, obviously, Pshan the Gemara is, El Yohanavi is coming based on his Chachma and his Galus and learning, and he's telling us that Din is, Ein Chaltz and the Sandal, you cannot use a Sandal. And still, we're not going to listen because Kfarnagu Ha'am, the Sandal. Why does the Gemara choose Eliyahu? Why doesn't it say about a different great Chachem who comes? He says because Eliyahu Anavu, you know, will come like it says in the end of Idyas, and he'll teach us different Alachas and answers, fakeis. but still if he'll tell us Alachas ain't Chotzim Nisando, we won't listen. So he says, therefore, Kol Shekain, one cannot be Saimach on any person who is Meir Lahaka when it comes to the Tumas Kaihanim, that they're allowed to be Metame Lameis, and he says as far because they're ready to make Mason, and its idea of the Guach Nefesh, he says it does not even get to know who wrote the contrast, even if he be a great Tamachacham, it makes no difference. The fact that he could pass on such a thing shows that he doesn't have Tyra and Chachma in the proper way, because it says in this Gemara that we don't listen once there's a Minag set forth when Klayisol goes ahead and is Naguha'am Bisandal. Therefore, Ramaisha writes to Rashim and Shwabzatzal that it was clear to me that these Kehanim that were going to university to learn Chachmas Arafua and they were becoming Mitami to Mason, if they really wanted to know the true Allah, they would have asked Mary Haira, which are Yadua and Klal Yisrael, they wouldn't have found some countries to be Saimich on. And therefore, Ramaisha says, I was not in a rush to answer your tshuva because I'm very busy and I didn't feel it was any Negea practically anyways. But he says, since you tell me that maybe there are other Kehanim that will be drawn in as well to be Mekel. So he says, as soon as I got I got to the place where I stay in the summer, right away I'm writing you this tshuva to let them know that there is no hatter for Kehanim to go ahead to university and be Metamala Mason. And he says they should not confuse us with the fact that we find Rishonim that were Kehanim, who were Rifim, who were doctors. He said they had the ability with their tremendous Kaichas to learn the entire Chachmas Arafua Balpeh without actually seeing and handling a corpse. And therefore they never touched a mace and they never went were in an aisle together with a mace. But that's not possible. And therefore it's Vali Asr. So he says that he sees in the countries that he himself writes that... He was bimate al tpikuach nefesh. He says this is a shtus v'hevel that doesn't make sense. He says even if there be no doctor in the world, there is no halacha mitzah pikuach nefesh. And this is a chiddush Ramayisha writes in a few places. There is no dim mitzah pikuach nefesh to learn chachmas harafua. The chiyah pikuach nefesh is that a person has to save someone as much as he's able to. If he's a doctor, he's mechiv to heal the person. But there's no chiv to learn chachmas arafua in order to save someone. He says it's similar to tzedakah. No one's going to say that a person, as far as the chiv, the obligation of tzedakah, obligates a person to go out and work to make money in order to give tzedakah. But rather, the mitzvah of tzedakah is, once someone has money, it's to give from that money. He says, and besides that, there's no lack of doctors in the world, and therefore he says there is no hatter to go ahead for the Kehanim to go to university and become Tame Lameisim. Now the Gemara explains what indeed is the reason of Rabbah that a minol chatchilo light. The chatchilo one is not allowed to go ahead and use this shoe which is made out of soft leather. Is it because that the upper part of the shoe that goes around the foot is considered me'al ragloi, and therefore our raksa, the shoe strap that goes around that part, is me'al de me'al, and the Torah says, me'al ragloi, and not me'al de me'al. If so, ask the Gemara, that should be possible even with the Evan. 
So the Gemara says it must be the psal of Ein Chalzim Minel is only a Derabanan Yishaminel Merufet because of the concern that since it's made out of soft leather, perhaps it will be ripped. And since it's made out of soft leather, it still could stay on the foot. But when you go ahead and walk with it, it will come off. Inam Yishem Chatsi Minel. The Mela is a din, Midarabanan, not to use the Minel. Hashenk in the sandal, which is hard, there's no mucking for this Xera because if it rips, it doesn't stay on the foot Bechlal. Titus and the Rush point out that this that it says in the Shabbos that a minnow which is marufa, which is ripped, is kasher with the Abel Chalitza. That's talking about that it's not entirely ripped. The Yavim can still walk around with that shoe. And therefore the din is that it's kasher Chalitza. Now Rashi explains why indeed is there no issue of me'al the me'al by the case of minnow if after all you have the upper part and you have the strap going around the upper part. Rashi says because the psula me'al the me'al just comes to say that after you remove the shoe it has to be that now the regular is magula, now the foot is revealed. However, taking off two shoes, since you're taking off both shoes, there is no psula me'al, the way me'al the me'al. There's a very interesting tshuva from the Minchas Yitzchak, Dayan Wais, and Nebno Ezer, Chelek Aleph, Simen Kovdalid, over there, there was a Mabucha Gedolah, a big question with the Yavam, who has Ritiyah Gavimakasa, he has a wound on his foot, and on top of that wound, he has a bandage. And after you'll take off the shoe, there will still remain the bandage on the foot. Is there a Psochai Gavna, a Me'al de Me'al? So this is a tshuva to a dying in London, Rabbi Eileb Grosnas, that he felt that one could be Mekel with the bandage on the foot of the Yavam, because since the bandage is only on a portion of the foot, a miyot part of the foot, the only time we find the psul on a miyot is only where there is halacha of chatzitza. But since over here the whole halacha just is, me'al, v'le me'al, the me'al says, when you remove the shoe, it has to be megal of the foot. Therefore over here, since it's only on a miktas, it's not considered that the foot was not revealed. The Mechaz writes to him that from our sugya, nerum of furish, not what you're saying. Because the Gemara says that as far as the psal me'al de me'al, it'll be mashman that Gemara understands this psal even on a miyat. Because the Gemara has a havamina to say that minol is possible because it's considered me'al de me'al. Because since going around the top of the shoe, you have the shoe strap, so it's like me'al de me'al, it's like an issue of having two shoes. And the Gemara just had, the problem with that is, if so, it should be a possible even with the avid. Zak Dayan Weiss, but I see from over here that what's considered me'al de me'al in the Havamina, what's considered two shoes, is even if just the shoe strap is going around the top of the shoe, and still will be included in me'al de me'al, even though the araksa, the shoe strap, only is mechasa, a chalik of the regal. If so, even with maskana, that we say that the psul of me'al de me'al just comes to say that one has to remove the shoe and then be Megala, the foot of the Yavim, and therefore even if one has two shoes, one on top of another, if you take off both of them, there is no issue. But as far as deciding of the Cholza, remove the shoe from upon his foot, and not, the halacha is, you can't remove a shoe when there remains a shoe, on that there's no reason to say the Gemara was from that. In the same way in the Havamina, we defined it as wearing two shoes, when you have this minnow with the araksa, the shoe strap going around it, it's like two shoes, one on top of another, so that should stay lamaskana as well. And therefore, even though it's a miyot, we see clearly, it's still considered that a minnow remains. He says also in Shulchan Aruch, in, Ar- in Eben Ezer, Simen Kuf Samach Tes, we see this way as well. It says over there, There should not be a tongue on the shoe of Chalitza, the same way we are regular to have in our shoes. And the only question the Mepharshim have on this halacha is, that Lamaskana Sashas, what should the issue be? Since at the end of the day you're removing both of them, there is no psal according to the Maskana of one shoe on top of another. But Akhapana we see that the Shulchan considers the fact that there's a tongue and there's a shoe, that already it falls under the category of Me'al the Me'al of two men alum of two shoes. So again, we see that even a miyot is still considered like a minot. Zakta Mechasit, look, if you're going to ask on one according to what I'm saying, that I'm saying that the psul of me'al de me'al 
that one cannot remove a shoe if it's still considered that he's wearing a shoe and it's still considered that way even if it's just a mere remaining. If so, how will I answer that which it says in Shulchan Aruch in Sif Chavav? You know, Haminol Shoragluk Yishu Yachef, the person, the Yavam, should put on the shoe of Chalitza when he's barefoot, the Leal Bati Shukayim, not on top of socks, Shaloyeh Me'al the Me'al, in order that should not be an issue of Me'al the Me'al. And it says as well in Shulchan Aruch, Mitam Zayesh Medaktikin, Lerchites, Ragli Hayamini, Yafa Yafa. Because of this issue of Me'al the Me'al, some are Medaktik. To wash the foot of the Yavim very well, to get off any dirt. And the Beis writes over there in Tzivkat and Chafei, at this that it says, Lerchaitz HaRegel is only a Chumra Ba'alma. So Dayan Grasnus brought a Raya from here, that we see that there is no Psul of Chatzitza when it comes to Chalitza, since it's only on a Miet of the foot. Because if there will be a Psul Chatzitza by Chalitza as well, we know that dirt when it comes to Tefillah, the Mashal, where is the Psul Chalitza, it's before in Yeridea Simon Kuktsaniches Sifmemches that avada dirt on the foot is an issue, and from the fact that it says over here in the Beishmul that it's only a chumr to take the dirt off by a yavam, so we see that there is no psul chatzitza when it comes to the shoe of chalitza. Zaktem chasitzlak luchayr. According to what I'm saying, however, enachanami granted there is no psul chatzitza, but according to what I'm saying, that even on a niyat there could be a potential problem of me'al de me'al. So if so, it should be possible over here, Me'ikir Adin. On this, Dayan White says it's not Shver, because he holds that what the Mechaber says, when he says, Lircha, it's Yafe, Yafe. And on this, the Bishmul says, the Chumra Ba'alma, he just means this point, that you have to wash it very, very well. The Vada, that's a Chumra. In other words, Me'ikir Adin, you just have to look at the foot. And if it doesn't seem there's anything on the foot, that's good enough. But the Bishmul does not mean to say that the whole din to be Reichetz and entirely is just a chumra ba'alma. And therefore, Dayan Wright says that as far as the rutiyah, the issue with the bandage on the foot of the yavam, that when after, even after the yavamo will remove his shoe, the bandage will still be there on that foot, he says he feels it's totally in makbid. That it, as well as the negayah the psul of me'al the me'al, we find this nafkamina if the person is makbid on the thing or not. Like the Paiskim write, as far as a sandal shall eats, he has a sandal made out of wood and it's covered over with leather. The dinner that is kasher when the turim biyachad, when they're sewn together because it's bottle, like it says in the Mordechai. The male huadin, Kozman, the person is not makbid, the din is that things are bottle. And even though binegea tefillah were machmer when it comes to rutiyah, when it comes to bandage, however, if it's impossible to take off the bandage and by taking it off, one's going to rip skin. And there's a tsar gadol. And according to the doctors, the person, this yavam, should have the bandage on for three to four months. Dain White says one could be mekel, and so writes the Ksav Seifer and Chelek Yeridea, Simen Tzadi Aleph, Benigea Tefillah of a woman, that calls man the doctor, put on a bandage on top of a maka for his man katsa for a set amount of time, that it should not be removed during that time. So until the end of that time, it's nuchnas begeder, that like, like kapid, they're not makbid on having that on the skin. And therefore, he says, if there's a chashash igun, that the yavam is going away, and she's not going to be able to get her chalitza. So even if he has a bandage on top of his maka, one is allowed to do the chalitza process. She removes his shoe, even though on his bare foot there still remains this bandage. We're going to move now on to another Indian. The Russian Arasiga writes the halacha, we pass in that middle chatchil loyal chatchil one does not use the shoe that's made out of soft leather. However, ha'inna she'ein sandal matzvaynenu. Today in our day and age, the rush writes we don't have this sandal, this hard leather shoe matzvayas. Nagu on the minnow, so the minnow people is to use the minnow. Now when Chuba Sirikiv Eger Chelik Zayin Simon Menvav, he brings down from his son Rav Wolf, who was ma'ayr on the shita of Rav Haigain. Because in Torah, in Chay Shemishbat, Simen Aleph, the Torah brings down the member of Rabbi Yirmiya from Sanhedrin on Dav Zayin Amibayz, where the Gemara Darshan's Asher Tosim Lufneim, that one should place these things in front of the Dayanim, Elukli Dayanim, the Gemara Darshan's, this is referring to the different Kalim utensils that need to be used by Dayanim. Makal, a stick, a ritsua, a whip, minol, a minol, a shoe, a shaifar, and a shaifar. Now when Rav Hai quotes this Gemara, 
Rav Haigain writes, Bezdin Sarf Shiel Ebim Zumun Maisha Bezdin. A Bezdin must have prepared for themselves. Bemaisha Bezdin at the place of the Bezdin. Makal, a stick lurdais by to hit people with. Ritsua, Lahalka is by Ritsua for regular Malkas. A Makal is for Makas Mardas. Rashi in Sanhedrin says, Vishaifra Linda is by, and a Shaifra must be prepared for Cherem. When someone is placed in Cherem, there's a blowing of the Shaifra. However, what the glaring omission is, there of Haigain does not quote that one needs a minnow as well, Lachleitzbay. One has to have a minnow prepared in Bezdin to for Chalitza purposes. The Bach and the Drisha already are Matmi on Rav Haigain. Why did he leave out the minnow? Rikiveger says, now was Nishadish to me a very beautiful answer to this question. Really, we need to be medactic first and foremost on the Lashanat Torah. The Torah writes that the Bezdin must have a minnow in the Bezdin Matzli. After all, in the Sigyan Sanhedrin, if one looks on Zayinam Bez, the Gemara over there mentions that the Bezdin needs a sandal. Pshat in the Torah, however, is that since the Rush's father writes that today the sandal is not Matzli by us, therefore we use a minnow instead. So even though really minnow chatzchil away, but since we have no choice, therefore we use a minnow. Therefore the Torah writes down that the Bezdin has the minnow prepared. However, as Dr. Bikiv Eger, now we've found a Pesach opening where we could say Rav Haigain argues with the Torah on this Nakuda. That Rav Haigain holds, since Saif Kol Saif, this that we use a minnow bezmana zeh is only a bidi eved, since we don't have with us a sandal. If so, that's only a svara. At the time when chalitza takes place, if we don't have a sandal, so we go ahead and use a minnow. However, l'chatchila to be kaveya in the Meishev of Bezdin, a minnow, which is a bit the Eved, we're not kaveya. Perhaps we will get a hold of a sandal. It's not mistabra to go ahead and be kaveya. L'chatchila in Bezdin, we should have a minnow ready to be used. The minnow is only a bit the Eved type of thing. And therefore, of Haigain indeed is mashmit, the word minnow. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara says, If not for the fact I saw Chavivi go ahead and use a sandal which has shoelaces, I would have just used a sandal of a taya of an Arab. The Mihadik Tvei was a certain type of sandal which was very tight. The Haidi Don Afalgav the Isbechum Rasa Katrinabe Misna. And our shoe, even though it has chumrasa, it has something which makes it nice and tight. I feel like we go ahead and we tie a rope around it as well. In order that it should be a proper chalitza. Taisus brings down from the Yishalni in Parak Mitzvah Chalitza, Ketzeru Aisa. How is the procedure done? You tie it around the Yavim's foot until he's able to walk with it normally. Rav Hanina braided their hill Amar Aimvai. Rav Hanina, the son of Hill, would say that you make a slipknot in order that the Yavama should be able to undo it with just one hand. Ketzani Aisa, how does she do it? Matirase biyamin. First, she unties the shoelaces with her right hand. Vitaifsase bismol. Then she grasps the shoe with her left hand. Vishaymetes eka biyamin. Then she goes ahead and removes the heel from the shoe with her right hand, and continues to drag it with the left hand. This way, both the untying of the shoelaces and the main part of the chalitza, removing it from the heel, were both done with the right hand of the Yavama. Taisa says, however, our minag is likshar hate to to make the shoelaces tied with a proper knot. According to the Yishalmi, she has to untie the shoelaces with her right hand. Zaktaisis, even though we generally only find the sole of the left, so with the foot of the yavan, that it cannot be on the yavan's left foot. However, when it comes to the hand, it's kashe du chalitza, even bismal. And after all, the Gemara says later on, and a who does not have hands, she could do the chalitza with her teeth. Mashman, there is no psal. She doesn't do it with her right hand, but Akopanam Lachatchila, she could go she should go ahead and do it with her right hand. However, Bikiva Eger and Gilin Ashas is mitsayan to the words of Taisis and Mesechtas Chul and Avchafam and Aleph, where Taisis over there, the Rimas Lolem Ute writes, Betaich Dvarov, that perhaps smile is worse than shame. Using the left hand is worse than using the teeth. 
He said, like you find by chalitza, that though Isha is allowed to go ahead and do the chalitza with her teeth, however, in the Yishalmi is mashma, that she do it with her left hand, that will be worse. So we have here a machlekas between Taisus and Yavamis and Taisus and Chulin. Taisus and Yavamis hold the same way the teeth is kasher, so Huad din with the left hand is kasher. And Taisus, however, in Chulin holds that doing it with the left hand is worse. The Berchas Avram explains the side of the machlekas over here is how to look at the problem of using the left hand. Is there a new psul of using the left hand? Or is the chesaron just that it lacks yamin? So Taisus over here in Yavamis holds that there's no new psul of using the left hand. The only chesaron is that it lacks yamin. And from the fact that the teeth is okay, even though it's not yamin, so who had in the left hand? Ashengin Taisus Chulun understands that there's a new psul called smile. And there was this question that was sent to Rikiv Eger, brought down in Shiles Yeshuvah, to Rikiv Eger, Tinyana Simon Aleph, from Ramzunvul, the Avbez, and the Il Kadaisha of Alston. The story was with the Yavama that she was missing a bone from her thumb in her right hand. And because of this, that she's not able to go ahead and untie shoelaces using her right hand. The question was, are they allowed to go ahead and use a shoe for Chalitza, which is Adak Barago, which stays on the Yavam's foot, However, there are no shoelaces. And to be Simach on the Yesh, Ayrim and Shulchan Arach, and Evan Ezer, Simon Kuf, Samach Tesif, Katan Lama Gimel, which comes from a Shuba Sarash, that as long as the shoe is very tight on the foot of the Yavam, it does not need to have shoelaces. As far as the removal of the shoe itself, that she would be able to do with the right hand. Rukvega writes that he holds that in this case, there's a better Eitzah, that she should go ahead and use a regular Chalitza shoe, but she's just untie the shoelaces with her left hand. Like we say, Gidemes is Chalitzis Bishinel. Because in this case, that it's Iafshar with the Yad Yamin, so it should not be any worse using the left hand, which is not worse than using the teeth. Rebekah Bavarns, even though Tyson Chulun Dafchaf is Mashman one Teretz, that only Shinayim is good, however, Smoil is worse. However, since from Tyson Yavamis and the Rashid Mavur, that they hold that the Iker is to Madama, the left hand, to the Shinayim. And since Bidiyeva, the left hand is kosher, so since over here, it's like Afshar, we don't have a different Eitzit, it's like Bidiyeved, and therefore it should be done this way Chatchila. So Dr. Kveger, but you might ask on me, perhaps it's not called Iyashar Biyamin, because after all, we have the Shittas Harashu holds that if you have a shoe with no shoelaces, that's a Chatchila kosher. And if you do it like that, she could remove the shoe using her right hand. So Dr. Kveger, therefore the Eitzit feels is, Use a chalitza shoe which is extremely tight and have shoelaces as well. So like this, your yaitze according to everybody. Let her remove the shoelaces using her left hand and then let her remove the shoe itself using her right hand. So Yimanushach, according to the rush, dalmei hacha the shoelaces. Forgetting about the shoelaces, it's a kasher chalitza with just the removal of the shoe itself and that she's doing with her right hand. And according to the other shitas, since you can't do it with the right hand, the actual untying of the shoelaces so therefore, it is kasher of a smile, and therefore, this is the perfect Eitzah. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara teaches us, Am Reb Yehuda Marav HaTaras Yevama L'Shuk V'Shmitas Roiv HaEkev. The Hatter of the Yevama, to now she could go ahead and get married L'Shuk, is as soon as she removes most of the shoe from the heel of the Yavam. Ask the Gemara from a Braisa, where it says that if the shoelaces were already untied, or Shomat Roiv HaRegel, the shoe was already taken off mostly by the man, so then she just does the last finishing touches, the Chalitza is possible. Mashma, however, if she would go ahead and do that same thing, remove most of the shoe, the Chalitza would be kosher, but the Brayusa yet talks about Roiv HaRegel. Most of the foot, Mashma Roiv the Eka, most of the heel is not good enough. And that the Gemara answers, Roiv HaRegel is the same thing as Roiv HaEkev. And the reason why Reif HaEkev is referred to as Reif HaRegel is because that's where the person puts his main support on and therefore is a status like Reif HaRegel. The Gemara then brings out an interesting question from Rav Yanai, Karasei Mahu Sarfasa Mahu. What's the luck if the Yavama goes ahead and rips off the shoe of Chalitza, rips it and therefore falls off? Or she burns it, she throws a hot coal and burns off the shoe. Gilui Kara Ba'inava, Ika Dubi say that the Yisaita Chalitza is to reveal the foot, and that you have. Perhaps you need an actual removing of the shoe, and that you don't have. The Gemara ends off with a teku. The Gemara then brings down, Rabba had the following question from Rabba. What about two shoes, one on top of another? 
Gemara says, hey, chidami, what's the case? If you remove the top one and the bottom one is still there, so that is possible because me'al amarachman avulay me'al de me'al. Gemara explains, we're talking about karasili ilay, vishaflasili tatay vikayilay. You rip the top one, you remove the bottom one, but the top material still remains on top. Do we say chalitzav inava ika, there was a removal, or perhaps you need gili kara to reveal the actual foot, and that you don't have because the top shoe is still covering over the foot. That's very interesting because the Rambam in Paragdalum Hilchas Chalitza, Alachachaf Alf, writes the second suffix different than we have it in our Sigya. Rambam first quotes the first Ibai, Karasa Minomi Al Ragle, if she ripped the shoe off her, his foot, Aisha Sarfasai, or she burnt it off, then he brings down this other case, or if the Yavim was wearing two shoes, the Chalitza El Yain, and she removed the top one, Afal Pishik Karaha Achen is gala ragli, even though she ripped the bottom one until his foot became revealed. Chalitza psula, it is a pasul chalitza because since it's a suffix in the gemara, whether this is a good sveker deraisa is lechumra. The lachamishna writes that the rambam mulchayr had a different girsa than our gemara. The rambam's girsa was shal that she had removed the top shoe and she ripped the bottom shoe, thereby revealing his foot. And the question of the Gemara was, Chalitza b'ina b'leka, do you need, that should be, that you remove the bottom layer, and that you don't have? Or perhaps just revealing the foot is enough. If you're going to ask like the Lecha Mishnah, that according to the Rambam, that seems to be the very same question that we asked originally, when she burns it off or rips the shoe, where there's gilikara, there's revealing the foot, but there's no action of Chalitza, perhaps you can say a Chiddush, like the Lecha Mishnah, that the Rambam held, that the extra chiddush of this ibai is, since there was actually a removal at least of the top shoe, perhaps that would suffice. The mistabra like this gears of the Rambam, because according to the other gears, so that what took place was you went ahead and you ripped the top and removed the bottom, and the foot is still covered over by the top shoe. If so, it's not similar to the other two ibais of burning off the shoe where the foot at the end of the day is revealed or ripping the shoe, or at the end of the day, the foot is revealed. However, the Lachamish is a little bit hard to understand this, that he's saying it's more Mestabah, like the Gersus or Rambam, because it's more Daima, because it's not all Rabbi Yanai who's asking all three Ibais. The first two Ibais, Enechanami, Mestabah, the same type of Ibai, Rabbi Yanai asked them both as one Ibai, what's the din if one burns the shoe, or one rips the shoe, so Mestabah is talking about the same type of case, where there was no actual removal of the shoe, but there was just Gilu Kara, and the question is, is that enough? However, this last Ibai, this Ibai was not asked by Rabbi Yane, but rather by someone else, and therefore who's to say that it has to be the same type of Ibai? That's just a little bit of a Tzarech in on the Lecha Mishnah. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara tells us, Amr Gehuda Marab, Yavama Sheikdil Bein Ha'achim, Mutaras Linas, Dilachim in Ha'achim. A Yavama who grew up amongst the brothers of her dead husband, is allowed to go ahead and get married to one of them. And we're not chayshish, perhaps one time she removed the shoe from one of them, and therefore there should be an issue that there was already a chalitza done. And once the chalitza is done, Chanel, she is possible to marry the person, Isra of Layibana. According to the Lishnakama, even if we see the removal of the shoe, we are not chayshish. According to the Ami, however, the Gemara, the only reason we are not concerned is only because we don't see the removal of a shoe. However, the Gemara says, if we would see you removing a shoe of one of them, then we would be chayshin. Now, even though there's a din that kavana is needed in order for chalitza to be a good chalitza, the Gemara says that's only lashturi alma. that's only to be matter her to the world. However, as far as the soul becoming possible to the one who chalitza was done with, that becomes possible even without kavana. So the pashtis mashmais of the Gemara is, that as far as the psal is concerned, even without kavanu l'shem chalitza, the removal of the shoe itself creates this psal. Now the Rambam paskins like the Lishna Basra, he paskins in the fourth parak of Yibam, halacha chafches, that if we see shechalza sandal me al-gabi ragli shel if we see or remove a shoe from the foot of one of them, it should become pasal. However, the pella is that the Rambam adds, the reason is because shema niskavanu chalitza. Perhaps she had in mind L'shem Chalitza. According to the Ika the Amri, the halacha is, the Gemara seems to come out, that one does not need Kavana to create the soul. 
And so asked the Kesef Mishnah on the Rambam. The Kesef Mishnah answers in one shot that the Rambam learned Shana the Gemara different than what would have seemed to be the Pashtis. This that the Gemara says, Lahater needs Kavana, but Psul does not need Kavana. The Gemara means to say that to be Matal Shuk, you need the Kavana, both the Yavam and the Yavama. However, to answer her, as long as she is Mechavan, that is enough to create a Psul. And therefore the Gemara says, that we're chayshu over here, if she removes the shoe, emich enichanami, we're not chayshu, that both of them had kavana, but as far as making the psal, where it's tali and just her having kavana, that we're chayshu happened. Gemara tells us further, Amr Yudam Arav, sandal atafur v'pishtan, a sandal which is sewn with linen, ain chaltzun one cannot use it for chalitza, shenemar ben alech tachash, I will place you with a shoe of tachash, tachash is an animal with leather, Ask the Gemara of Ema Tachash in Midiachrin Alai if there's this tonight that one needs a Tachash. So perhaps one should only allow to make a Halita shoe out of this animal of Tachash, which was used in the times of the Mishkan, a very colorful animal, a cut with a colorful hide. On that, the Gemara says, Now, now, Rebai have an extra now, now to tell me that other materials as well are kosher. If so, ask the Gemara if now, now is Marva, so even Kol Milinami, everything should be kosher. Gemara says, If so, what is Tachash coming to teach me? Rashi brings down two pshatim. What is the metis of this case of a sandal that's tough or a pishton that's sewed with linen? Rashi's first pshat is, it's a regular shoe made out of leather, just the inside has an inner side linen lining being sewed in. Or according to the second shot of Rashi, Tafur Pishta means it's a regular leather shoe, but just the stitches are made out of linen thread. Now the Torah brings down an Eben Ezer, Simon Kuf Samach Tes, B'Shem the Ramah, that a shoe which is tougher but pishtan, a shoe which is just sewn together with linen threads, is possible even with the Eved. says the Makar of the Shita is from our Gemara, and he understands like the second shot of Rashi, that even just sewing the shoe with threads of linen, that itself is absurd. And he feels that since the Gemara brings down a Pasuk, Van Alech Tachash, that a shoe is dafka, something comprised like similar to tachash, with the hide leather of an animal, and therefore one cannot go ahead and use linen to hold it together as its thread. Now the Shulchan Aruch in Simen Kuf Samach Tesif Tesvav writes that the minnow indeed needs to be totally made out of leather. The minnow is that even the threads that are used to hold it together should be made entirely out of leather. The Ramah adds that Yesh Paislin after the Avid, this is the sheet of the Torah Vashem the Ramah. The Loiki Yesh Aimram, not like the Yesh Aimram that holds it, this mana zed that most shoes are tougher with Pishtan, therefore Badafka should be sewed with Pishtan with linen. Rakopan and the Ritzuais, Chanar continues, the shoelaces do not need to be made out of leather. However, Yesh Aimram, that even the shoelaces of the Chalitza shoe should be made out of leather, and so is the Minuk. Now, Tysus brings down Mishem Rabbeinu Tam, that from our Gemara, Rabbeinu Tam would say that the shoe of Chalitza has to be made specifically from leather of a behemoth to hire an animal, which is a kosher animal. Because since it refers to a shoe as Tachash, Analech Tachash, and the Gemara in Shabbos, on Chavches Mebeiz Mevur, that the Tachash was a chayat, to hire was a kosher animal. So therefore, it has to be similar to Tachash, the Chalitza shoe must be from a kosher animal. Tyson himself argues on Rabinatam that one does not have to be mocked on this, and it will be kasher if Chalitza is done with a shoe made out of behemoth tmeya as well. Now, when Shulchan Aruch Simit Kuf Samach Tes Zayin, the Shulchan Aruch writes, the Yesh Aymulchatchila, we make a Chalitza shoe out of our behemoth tahira. The Ramah adds that even the shoelaces, the Ritzuas as well, and the threads are also made dafka out of an animal which is behemoth tahira, and so is the Minug. And this is Alpi what the Beis Yosef writes. The Beis Yosef himself is matmi on the Torah, that the Torah does not even bring down the sheet of Rabbeinu Tam. He says, because it's not only Rabbeinu Tam sheet, but many Rishayim hold that way. He doesn't understand why the Torah left it out. So Mel the Beis Yosef himself in Shulchan Aruch does paskin like Rabbeinu Tam. The minik is to make a shoe out of a kosher animal. Now the Aruch HaShulchan in Simen Kuf Samach Tesif Katun Lam and Gimel explains further the pshat in Rabbeinu Tam. He says the aside of Rabbeinu Tam is Rabbeinu Tam's understanding that the Torah is being megalah to us, that there's the dinam in Amutah B'ficha. 
We know that mitzvahs have to be associated, for example, say Torah, tefillin, mezuzahs, have to be made out of dafka, an animal which is kosher. If the would be limited only to things that have different kedusha written on them, like tefillin, mezuzahs. So if so, avada that would not be passed, that would not make sense to apply it to the shoe of chalitza. However, since we find that when it comes to a shayfar, a shayfar of a behemoth tmeya is possible to be used, like the Ran writes in the fourth parak of Rosh Hashanah, and so is Paskin in Archaim and Timin Tafkov Pevav, so we see that even when it comes to any mitzvah, not dafka things that have Dibri Kedusha written on them, there's also a Tnai, Minamutta Befichl, that has to be on a kosher animal. If so, Chalitza as well, the shoe of Chalitza needs to be used with a dafka kosher animal. Now, though we find that walls of a sukkah are kosher even from a behemoth tmeya. Like the Gemara in Sukkah and Daf Gimel talks about making a sukkah wall out of a pill, out of an elephant. Zakdar HaShulch and the is, when it comes to walls of a sukkah, even though Midarais you need walls, but walls are kosher even from something which is growing from the ground, which is daiming, even something which is no life to it. And therefore, a pill can't be any worse than that. It doesn't make sense to apply the concept Menamut Befich. Menamut Befich is when we're talking about an animal, something which could be eaten. So there's a tnai, something which could be eaten that needs to be used for a mitzvah has to be a type of animal which is kosher. Mashenkin shayf which needs to come from a living animal. So therefore there's a tnai Menamut Befich. Zakdar HaShok when Rameel Rabbeinu Tam says, If the shoe of Chalitza will be kosher from any material, so then it would not make sense to apply the concept of You don't dafka need an animal. But since Chazal learned out, Tafra Bepishtin is possible. Using linen is possible because you need dafka, material of a balchai, of a living animal. And that which you learn out from Tachash, it has to be dafka, a living animal. So it makes sense to apply the Yisayin, and therefore the shoe must dafka be made out of a kosher animal. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.